This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hi, friends, and welcome. Do you know that Christmas miracles happen every day? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today, what a Christmas miracle is and how we can expect this. And I'm going to share with you a new perspective on prayer and miracles. Today, I want to share with you the good news, but the show notes, if you want them, are on a few minutes with godpodcast.com, Christmas Miracle Every Day, episode 284. Today, I want to share with you the good news. Christmas does not just happen one day a year. As Americans, we celebrate this on December 25th. So if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, Merry and Blessed Christmas. And if you're listening to this later, I pray you had a blessed Christmas. But Merry Christmas should be in our hearts all year long. And why is that? Because during Christmas, we celebrate the Word, the Incarnate, Christ our Lord being made flesh. In John 1, 1, 14, and the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. I wanted to bring that scripture to your attention because so many times we read that verse, but we don't grasp the miracle. In John 1, 1 through 18, we read the story of salvation. And I'm going to read that for you today. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, 
He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart and who has made himself known. Friends, this is the miracle we celebrate once a year with presents and food, with family and friends, with decorations. Yet the miracle is truly because of this amazing event. The Lord Jesus came into our lives as a babe. He lived a life free from sin. At 32, he began his public ministry. He was ridiculed and suffered. He took on our sins and died. Then he rose from the dead three days later and broke the bondage of sin. We reside with him in the spiritual sense in the Holy of Holies. As Christians, we unite our lives to his, and he, by his life, death, and resurrection, has created for us a life that can only be termed miraculous. In December, I attended a dinner hosted by a Christian women's group featuring Maria Vidia. I had met Maria many times, and she spoke at our Magnificat prayer breakfast a couple of times. Every time I hear her speak, I feel the anointing of God in his presence. She has been used in a mighty way by our Lord. She has an amazing story of how God used her to share the good news, and I have a link in the show notes to her ministry, which is called the Glory of God Foundation. Truthfully, I didn't want to attend this this dinner. I had um, eaten something at lunch, and my stomach was killing me, and I was saying to myself, well, I already know Maria. I've had dinner with her in the past. Um, I've talked to her at conferences, and um, I've heard her speak already. But I finally went, and I'm so glad I did because it was really the enemy that was blocking me from going or wanting to go. Maria spoke to an audience that wasn't used to hearing about miracles and healing. Her entire ministry is based upon this and the charisms that God has given to her in what can only be termed a healing ministry. And she gives all the glory to God, and the name of her foundation attests to that. It's nothing that she does. She's just used as an instrument of God. Well, what happened that evening was that many people, and even those reluctant to believe, were healed. A friend shared with me today at Mass that the friend she brought with her was healed, and that's amazing. My friend has some ailments, and she was not healed, but she was so happy that her friend was. And why are we amazed? Why are we surprised? Maria told us how the Lord wants to heal us, yet she shared that not everyone she prayed for was healed, but many had joy in their hearts, even if they were not healed, and that is truly a blessing. God gave them the blessings and consolations of peace in their situations, and that's why they were able to continue to deal with their pain or whatever strife they had. And as she spoke, she quoted so many scriptures, I had a hard time taking notes. She said one of the gifts the Lord gave her was a hunger for his word. She said that Jesus took on every sin on the cross, 2 Corinthians 5.21. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And Hebrews 9.22, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, 
and without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness of sin. And that's the good news, that he took away every sickness, Isaiah 53.5, but he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed by our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. She said that by his wounds we are healed, and that so many times we can't believe that or we won't believe that. And she quoted 1 Peter 2.24, He himself bore our sins in our body on the cross, so that, free from sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. And John 5.19, And that Jesus came and is one with the Father and ministers to his people. John 5.19 says, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. Friends, that seems so amazing. And yet we say, well, that was back in the time of Jesus. It can't happen today. But it can. Jesus taught, he preached, and he healed. And that is why not only Maria, but many other ministries are centered on doing what Jesus said. Some people are called in a special way, but we also can pray as brothers and sisters in Christ. Matthew 10, 7-8 says, As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leopards, cast out demons. You received without payment. Give without payment. Praise God. As she continued on her talk, she began calling out different ailments. She started by saying that God would heal someone with kidney issues. In my heart, I claim that healing for my youngest grandchild. My grandson, Andrew, was born with kidney issues that the doctors hope he outgrows. So, in the name of Jesus, I claim the healing for Andrew. I want to be like her and proclaim the good news, and I hope you do too. The kingdom of God is at hand. Mark sixteen fifteen, And he said to them, Go into the world, go into all the world, and proclaim the good news to the whole of creation. Amen. She shared that God created us for a kingdom purpose. We are to do his will. Ephesians 2, 4 through 10. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in the kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of work, so that no one may boast. For we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. Go back and read those scriptures and ponder them in your heart. One main thing that she shared was that we needed to change our perception of healing. 
that God wants us to believe we can be healed. John 8, 31 through 32, then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Healing is there, but few believe, my friends. 1 John 3, 8, everyone who commits sin is a child of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. Unfortunately, we believe the evil one. We believe, well, yes, healings took place in the past, and maybe every once in a while we you know, can hear things about miraculous things happening, but that never happens in my life. Well, friends, the enemy wants to keep us in bondage, but Jesus Christ came as a babe so that we could be set free. And that means you, and that means me. Again, there are no accidents. There are God incidences where the Lord has led you to listen to this podcast and to believe. I watched as Maria continued sharing other ailments that were being healed, knees, backs, eyes, breathing problems, and so much more. I'll do another podcast with all the scripture verses she used, and I'll put them all in a handout for you so that you can look them up as well. There were so many, and I think it would be beneficial for us all to have them in one form. I watched as people were being healed before my eyes. And these were reluctant people, people who were not sure about the charisms of the Holy Spirit, about healing actually happening today. A young priest, Father Daniel, was in attendance, and later he asked me if I saw the show of hands of those who were healed. At the end, she asked that if you felt like you had a healing, raise your hands. I had not seen that, but he said over half the audience of more than 200 women who were in attendance raised their hands. And what do we say to that? Praise you, Jesus. So, friends, you see, Christmas miracles continue today and every day. Go forth today, my friends. Believe the good news. Jesus Christ is alive today and always. Find your own Christmas miracle daily. That is your challenge. May God be praised and blessed. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.